0: Going through changes, changes. isn't that the big mouth?
1: Yeah, <gasps> you know what the song is from. It's I think it's a little Ozzy Osborne. There,
0: I'm going through changes.
1: That was a, that was a song from the seventies. Yeah, did you know that?
0: I didn't think it was by them though. We'll have to
1: fact check it.
0: No, it's Charles Bradley. It's Charles Who's
1: Charles Bradley?
0: Bradley? Some black dude. Do you
1: know Milton Bradley? No. Uh, he's the guy who used to make board games. Can you hear? Yeah. Can you hear me? No. Oh, okay, you know, let's start might, over. It might
0: help to plug in your headphones. <laughs> well, I could
1: hear you. You couldn't hear me. Right,
0: I couldn't hear myself either. Yeah,
1: because now your headphones plugged in because when the jack isn't plugged in, you got nothing. It seems good, Lord, finally on my side.
0: Welcome to Corn Talks. I'm Emma Tuss.
1: And I am Brandon Tuss and I am back.
0: Yeah, welcome. Oh man, are you
1: were you missing me or what? No. Are you being serious? I loved
0: having Tristan on as my little buddy.
1: I'm not gonna lie to you. I liked listening to your episode. I listened to it a few times because it was you two were so cute together. And he was a very nice young man. But here's the thing. This is my seat. Right. I sit here. Right. It was hard for me, but I I also understood it. I thought it was really cool. It was fun to take a day off and, and, um, I'd never listened to a whole podcast episode and edit it. I usually listen to the front Mm -hmm. and listen to the end and I trim, but I listened to that whole thing and mom and I just sat there and we gushed.
0: We just gush Because we're so cute. Yeah, you're
1: compatible.
0: Some may say hashtag couple goals. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Know. I, mom
1: and I say hashtag couple goals. I Everyone think it's cute. Everyone says.
0: They're always like, oh, you're just okay I together. I don't think
1: at age 17, I even had a Idea, what I wanted in a person I was going to be dating, and right. you've already sort of found it. So
0: I'm so lucky. I say this every day that I'm so lucky that someone is so kind and sweet to me. Like oh, he I'm is so very
1: lucky. kind and sweet. I wonder if he would say the same thing about you.
0: I think he'd say I'm even more so. Really, I'm a, I'm a little sweetheart. Okay, I'm so nice. What do you mean? Will that
1: carry over into your day to day life, or is it just with Tristan you'll be that way?
0: No, I'm really nice to my friends and my okay. boyfriend.
1: Okay. And my sister my mom, sister,
0: uh, my mom and, and my dog. Um oh my dad. Sometimes. Oh,
1: there he is. Won't yeah. there he is. My dad yeah. sometimes. I must be really needy today. <laughs> like well. what is happening here? I'm like trying to get you to say nice things about me. Say nice things
0: about me. Well, I'm I want the same thing because I have a big transformation I'm going you through. You do, right it now. and we
1: don't want it we want to tease it right exactly, now because exactly. that's the show we're doing today. Right. I don't think we're gonna spill any tea today. Mm. I think we're just gonna dive right in unless you have some.
0: I mean, I was gonna talk about like um, what it was like saying goodbye to Tristan. Okay, so
1: in that front, then let's spill some tea.
0: Okay, let me just say this: it was painful. (laughs) It was bad. I think I scared you and mom a little bit.
1: Did not scare me at all. I love when people can show emotion like that and not try to hold it in because I. Up to this point in my life, I get emotional about certain things, but not as much as you clearly were.
0: The thing is that I did not think that I would respond that way. I figured like I've I've held in tears so well at any other time. Like during certain funerals and stuff, I've kept it together the whole way. It may have been difficult, but I did. But with this, I was crying. Hours before even leaving.
1: We used to sort of make fun of you because you never cried in movies. You never cried at holidays. You never cried at funerals. Like you just never cried. We didn't know if you had a clogged duck.
0: Right. Duck. Duck. Duck.
1: (laughs) A clogged duck, like uh, Cameron Diaz's character in that favorite Christmas movie called The
0: Holiday. The
1: Holiday. She just couldn't cry. But you were a wood puddle. Be a yeah, nice way I would to put say it. I was a puddle. You know what's funny, and I'm I'm gonna admit this for the first time on air because I don't know if I told you this or not, but Monday, when we knew Tristan was leaving at eight o'clock on a jet plane heading back to Minnesota, I had the hardest day that day because I was hurting for you, knowing what you were going through that day. I was hurting for him yeah. knowing that you guys had just met in the flesh for the first time a few right. days before. And now he had to go back home Yeah, and it was just, it was hard because it was so much fun seeing you have fun. And I, I my was heart, time in my, life. my heart was breaking. I was so like, I cried. I'm not going to lie to you, <gasps> oh, which I think is really interesting. That's
0: very good improvement. I think
1: it is. But I was, I was really, I was hurting for both of you and, to see you to say goodbye at the airport broke my cold, oh my God. cold heart. If
0: I could have just held him for... Two more hours. I
1: know. I know. He it's, was, and he was so kind. He's so sweet. He's welcome here anytime he wants to make that journey south. It was, but so I w- it was a hard day. It was I kept so looking at the clock thinking, oh gosh, we got to leave for the airport I know. in six and hours. How do
0: you think we felt Five like Five hours, like, four hours. I know. And I kept saying, like, oh, it's time will, time will go by slow. It's okay. It's okay. And then for a note, mom was like, time to go. And I was like, no, no. And I, I like was upstairs and I put some makeup on because I wanted to look nice. And then, like, I, I I, walked downstairs and just, I could not get the tears to stop. I could not get, I tried, I focused on anything else. I Hallelujah anything else.
1: and amen for waterproof mascara, am I right? And
0: then I got home. You would have looked then, like an emo,
1: scared Halloween yeah. person.
0: <laughs> and then I got home and then it became more aggressive crying. It wasn't as Was cute. it ugly crying? It was ugly crying for sure.
1: See, because I thought you were crying, but you were just sort of leaking a little bit in the car. I was car.
0: leaking, yeah.
1: But... I think mom came up later in the day and I believe that you probably stained your carpet with so much, with so much tears. I was
0: choking on my words for sure. Did you stay up until he got home? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I didn't go to sleep until like I knew he was home and safe, and then I had
1: multiple alerts on my phone for his flight. <laughs> I, was, really? I was tracking everything. Yes, okay. just because I wanted him to be safe. You Maybe know, I too. mean, we've never had somebody come this far, and I I will say this: like Bailey's been dating her boyfriend Zach for years, right? And I don't feel this way, and it's not because of Zach. It's because I see him all the time. Right. This was different in that you're thousands of miles apart. Right. You realize this, right? Yes. Okay. You're you're like thousands th- of miles 1, 117,
0: apart. One thousand one hundred and seventeen. I think. Yeah, you're thousand
1: okay. plus miles apart, and you don't know the next time you're going to see him is. And for Bailey and Zach, they see each other all the time, so right. it's it was just different. But my heart was really my
0: heart. Well, my heart was aching. It was like the it was a really bad pain. Like I never felt that way before about anybody, which I think is a good thing. Do you know, that know I, what that, that pain I is? Love.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like a, a deep connection and a feeling for somebody.
0: It's a it's a separation anxiety type of thing. I will tell anxiety.
1: you the first. Time when I was just fresh to dating mom, she had to go to the airport to drop off one of her friends that came out and visited. Actually, it was an ex boyfriend who came out and visited California to see her for a week. And she had to drive him down. And we didn't think it would be a good idea for me to be in the car with him because she was the ex and I was the fresh. And I chose to stay at home. But When she left to go to the airport, which was only 35 minutes down the road to LAX, I have never been more distraught in my life. I sat by the phone, because we didn't have cell phones then. I sat by the phone and was like basically crying, waiting for her to call me, (laughs) thinking I was making up stories in my head that she was dead on the side of the road. I should have gone with her. I should have got over my ego, she's over him, she's into me, all this sort of stuff, yeah. and I was totally freaking out. And I knew I was going to see her that night, yeah. but I was just so heartsick. It was just a, it, it was when I knew, it was when I knew.
0: That's funny because you and me have very similar brains where I was thinking the absolute worst case scenario in the whole world, like, oh my God, his plane's going to fall down, or it's going to be like an active shooter somewhere, or he's gonna fall down, hit his noggin on something, get concussed. His family won't pick up from the airport, like stuff like that. I was so worried about everything, and he got home just fine. But it's yeah. like our brains—it's true—can't be rational. Overreaction.
1: About it. What's the truth? You got to ask yourself, what's the truth in this? I'm wearing a band right now that says, "What's the truth in this?" I'm gonna keep it on, and I'm gonna look at it all. The truth
0: here. is that I will see him soon, and yes. I do love him. Hi, Tristan. I miss him. Hi he's Tristan. at work right now, making those fat stacks. Oh
1: man, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> saving up for his plane ticket to come down again. Yeah,
0: exactly. but I think mom wants to give him a ticket for his birthday. I think he take it? He will. I think he freaking should. Like. It's it's a birthday present. Totally.
1: I mean it's not every day you turn eighteen. It's true. That's a big thing. I mean you can you year. can vote. You can vote. At eighteen. I don't think yeah. you can do anything else. You can join the military. Yeah. You can no longer vape, you can't smoke, or sneeze, or burp, or fart. Right. You can't yeah. do you can't do those things anymore. So But yeah, voting no will alcohol. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, and that birthday's coming up in November. So hey, November maybe 29th. we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Well I think that uh That's our tea. That's our Yeah All right.
0: I always love talking about my lovely boy. Yes, but we are transitioning now. And we are transitioning. Into
1: today's episode, which is awesome. Yes. Tell us what it is.
0: We're talking about some transformations. Radical. I'm a big fan of transformations.
1: Yes, you are. And we're Mm -hmm. talking about any kind of transformation in our life, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, like something that makes Emma cry. Right. Like she never did before. I think that's a transformation in itself. Yeah. Your tea was actually a transformation. It changed me. And transformation starts with tea. This is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: But when I, when I think transformation, I usually think physical mm-hmm. because today I have undergone a physical transformation. Yes, you have.
1: Your nose has never looked better.
0: I know. Thank you. They did a great job on it. Yeah. yeah
1: I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just kidding. <laughs> Emma did not get a, get a nose, nose job. job. <laughs>
0: I have a pretty, I have a pretty okay nose. You have
1: a great nose. Your side profile is epic. I hate Like, I don't my know if you realize profile. this or not. I'm just feeling really gushy tonight. You are amazingly beautiful like it's just so shocking and i'm just starting to get used to the transformation that you're going to tell us about in a Mm -hmm. moment and it's shocking how much older you look but you're also like model beautiful don't make me cry and i think it's amazing i think it's amazing that you got that from your dad
0: i know and we match even better now (gasps) yes because i got my so i had blonde hair right yes and i was like a week ago or so i was like you know what i'm done and so I called my stylist and I got a appointment for today and I dyed my hair a very, very, very dark brown, which is basically black right now. It'll lighten up, but it's like...
1: It's rich. It's very shiny. It's a rich chocolate.
0: Yes. It's like a dark it's, chocolate. Yeah. It's
1: very nicely dark yes. chocolate. And it, it, it mats well against your skin. Like it's the perfect yeah, color to your Mom skin tone. Mom was saying
0: that I would look pale. Okay. So what? It's pale season.
1: I don't think you look pale though. That actually your face actually looks darker than it usually does because there's so much of your hair that's dark oh, that's that it's true. really adding to and that also, effect. And also cuz
0: like my eyes are kind of blue so like I heard that the black brings out my eyeballs.
1: It's true. Well, and you've <laughs> got killer lashes, your brows, Stop! your lips like oh I'm my serious. God, what's no, wrong? it's just crazy. The whole thing like I feel like you don't usually get dressed up to come to the podcast. I'm wearing a nice shirt and tie cuz we had an event today mm-hmm. and I feel sort of under performing right now because you have this whole new (laughs) mystique and i just i have nothing
0: well we have the same color hair now
1: that's true but you don't at least you don't have gray whiskers
0: no i do have little like mole hairs i gotta the
1: gray is coming for me, for like you? for me, oh man, it's coming. I noticed the other day I looked in the mirror. Speaking of transformations, that my peak on the left hand side of my head is starting to slowly recede. But you back.
0: know what? You are so lucky because a lot of men are bald.
1: It's true, especially in my family. You're that's supposed yeah. to be a recessive gene on your mom's side. So you're if if you think if you wonder if you're ever going to go bald as a male, you're supposed to look at the the female, like your mother's recessive gene. So I believe you get that from your mother. And my grandfather, Leo V. Skipper Kelly, love that guy. He was bald. Mm-hmm. And my cousins, there are several of them are bald.
0: Well, Mateo is a bald spot.
1: Correct. His head, yeah, yeah. So it's all sort of interesting to see how that goes. But I may have skipped the generation and I hope not oh, that God bald isn't me. beautiful, but I think I like my hair the way it is. But it's, it's slowly receding. So
0: I, I've been thinking about this because it's like... We, we love our men here. I love men. They're great. Yeah. And like, I love hair. So what, what will be my reaction to when like my man loses his hair eventually? Like, will I still like him?
1: <laughs> well, it's one of those things. Do you want like, do you want him to keep trying and like do spray on hair? Do you want him to wear a piece? Do you want him to go straight bald? Like there's so many different things. I feel like sometimes men try to do different things like through transformation, whether it's like. Using I saw, plugs, I saw that, yeah. or they the toupee, or some people spray. There's like a spray-on <laughs> yeah, stuff I you can do looks that looks like really? grass. It's like chia head, <laughs> like grass. And and then some people just go bald, and then some people go shave bald, like yeah. you know Professor X from the X Men. Right. You know, but I don't know. I hope I never have to get there, but I do know that some of the men in my family, when they get to a certain point, rather than fight it, they just embrace it, but right. then they shave it really, really, really short. Right. So, but that's that's a transformation.
0: That is totally I mean, hair. Is a big deal. I, love, a big I deal. love hair. Well,
1: we've talked on this podcast before about my transformation. Like, I always wanted yeah. to have the cool haircut, and I was always a couple haircuts behind. The flat top? The flat top <laughs> was my jam. I wanted to try it. I never did it. The the They called it a Princeton, which is basically a mullet. Mm-hmm. I wanted it, didn't have it. I did catch up late with the rat tail, mm-hmm. which was the little uh, Potawan braid in the back. Right. But I never really had anything that was transformational. But I did once get a haircut in college by uh, one of my dorm mates mm. um not great was it a girl uh no it was a guy oh um i have a lot of issues with my hair i have a lot of colics right yeah. and uh he cut it with scissors and it was dare i say not great yeah the good thing about hair is is it always grows back that's true but with man guys, yeah. and guys can throw on a hat so oh, yeah hats. But, but he was doing haircuts and it was like yeah i'll give you five bucks cut my hair not a good idea we'll yeah. do it again But that was, I mean, a lot of times when you talk about radical transformation, you're talking about, you know, like something with your body. For me, that radical transformation was losing weight. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I want to say it was probably back in like 2000, I don't know, it was probably 2004, 2005. You were very little. Um, I entered, I was probably about 45 pounds heavier at the time. Mm. I was coming in at about a beefy 225, which was the biggest I ever was. And I entered into this sort of work participation program called Lighten Up Wisconsin, where you signed up as a group and you were trying to track your miles with a little pedometer you clipped on your hip. And we would do like a walking club at school. I would walk in the morning before school. I would walk during school at recess. I would walk in the evenings when I got home. This is when I was working in Delavan, I think. And yeah, it was. And you were, like I said, you were just little. And I shed... I think 45 pounds in like four months. That's amazing. Yeah. And all I did was I did really three things. I walked, you know, I didn't run. I walked. I uh, replaced my potato chips with carrot sticks oh, and I replaced my soda with water.
0: I choke on carrot sticks.
1: And those three things totally transformed my body. I remember I used to dread going home for the summer, like going to Montana for the summer because the way people say hello in Montana is Those backhanded comments, like "Oh, they're feeding you good out there in Wisconsin," or "God damn, you fat," you know, "You so fat, you cut yourself and bled gravy," you know. I mean, this like people just do. That's just how they say hello. It's a term of endearment, and it's not great. So this was like when I started shedding the weight, and I got down to like one eighty-five, which is actually right where I am now today. I was thinking to myself, like, I cannot wait to get to Montana. I'm going to, and because then everybody's like, yeah. whoa, what happened to you?
0: Yeah. Whoa. In you know, a good way. You in to hear a good that. way. Yeah. I
1: wanted to hear that. And it's sad that I looked for outside validation to get that oh, from other people, do. but we all do. But uh, I remember just thinking, and because mom was a nutritionist, we lived that nutrition lifestyle. And then, you know, slowly over time, you start to put that back on a little Mm. bit. And then before you know it, you're hovering closer up to 200. So I put about 20 of that back on. And then I started cutting out all these sorts of things. I cut out gluten. I cut out dairy for the most part. And I'm still running every single day. So my transformation for me, my radical transformation is... The way I look and, and my weight. I've aged gracefully. Oh, definitely. If you look you at our that. wedding photos, like, seriously, Big Al's Toy Barn from Toy Story, that's kind of who I looked like you a little had bit. Interesting
0: facial hair. Yeah,
1: I didn't do well with uh, grooming. Mm. Um, manscaping was good, though. Oh. Yep. You bear? Uh, like yeah. A naked mole rat down there? Yep, naked, <laughs> naked mole rat.
0: I have a question about the weight loss for you. Did yes. you have extra skin? Like a lot of it? You
1: know what? I really didn't. I just got like tits.
0: Oh really? Like I
1: think I think that's where I hold my skin. I don't have oh. a lot of of that extra skin. I think like mom probably carries a lot of extra skin because she had two pregnancies, right? I think that's the that's the challenge for women is that elasticity. And mom did everything she could to make sure she didn't get stretch marks or get any extra yeah. skin. But now that mom has like totally changed her body, yeah. um, I'm sure she's carrying around a little extra skin, and that's just a natural byproduct of just being healthy. And you
0: know? I because I see like. Like a lot of like weight um, transformations on TikTok, and they always have so much extra skin. Like, yeah. what do you do then?
1: They cut, it off. they cut it off. Yeah, you well, you go in for like a minor surgery. So it's, it's sort of like a, not a facelift, but you go in and they just take that skin and they sort of but
0: Are other scars permanently. There,
1: there might be, yeah, there might be some oh. scarring, but they're getting really good about that kind of stuff. Yeah, probably. A lot of people will keep it, but if you've dropped significant amounts of weight, yeah. you're going to need to probably go and have that taken off. And and the cool part is, is we've all done this very healthy. It's not like we went on some crazy. Yo-yo diet, or we only ate cabbage soup for a month, oh, yeah, or we yeah. just didn't eat at all. Right, like we're doing this the right way, and I think actually all four of us, Bailey included, are really taking control of our health as we uh, as we age.
0: Yeah, and it's it's, cool. it's it was funny. I walked into the salon, and she did not recognize me because i I've lost probably. Thirty pounds. Wow. My hair is straight. Like I. Do
1: you know what's funny? You didn't feel like you had thirty pounds to lose. It's just amazing yeah. to me.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was like one, one forty-five area, yeah. almost in, in that area, and then I now I'm one fifteen. Wow. Which is so funny because when Tristan was here with me, I was like one twenty-one, and then he got me to eat. We had like boneless wings, you and sandwiches, and cupcakes, and candy corn together, and like you f- fun ate things. Candy corn? And then, yeah, he, he fed me one. And then I got on the scale once on Tuesday when he, when he was gone, and I weigh, I lost like six pounds doing Your that. body
1: knows it's going to purge that stuff out. If you did that every day, it wouldn't take long for it to build up a tolerance, and you'd start putting the weight right. back on immediately. But every now and again, one of those treat meals... If you throw those in, actually, you're supposed to throw them in probably more or at least once a month, I would say, or maybe once every couple of weeks, mm-hmm. because it, it, your body's metabolism will do what it's supposed to do. That's because you've trained it so well over the course of the last, I don't know, what year? Like, and
0: you know what, too? I was with someone that I loved so much that I gave it love going in, and I think that really helped. That
1: is huge. Yeah. That is huge. If you judge what you put in your mouth, then it's going to just end right. up on your butt.
0: Right. Which is not a bad thing, necessarily. The So true. You know, what's
1: interesting about this conversation is there's a lot of people right now who are struggling with this during COVID because they're used to being at a place of work where they don't have access all day long to their refrigerator, their pantry, and all these other foodstuffs. Mm-hmm. So more more people have probably put on weight during quarantine than have lost it. I think all of us have lost. I know mom has, oh, yeah. and I know you have, and I know Bailey has. I usually kind of stick around like at about 185. But yeah, you guys look great. And I think that's, that, that's the transformation that we all went through mm-hmm. was our weight.
0: Yeah. And that was like the big thing is to my skin because I, I remember... In early quarantine, I ate so many hot Cheetos, and I think all of that got to my skin. And I had, I'm not sure if you even remember any of this, but I had a very bad acne breakout on my forehead, oh, and yeah. my ch- on my chin, on my nose. It was bad. It looked like Braille. Yeah, it was like Braille. Like I
1: put my fingers over your head and it says Emma needs to get the oil out of her skin. I
0: know. And then and then I started it's it's kinda gone now.
1: It is well, it's because you're eating clean.
0: Right. But even even though like I was when I had the food with Tristan, I was like, you know, I'll probably get a breakout, I'll probably gain a couple pounds and I didn't get an, a breakout and I didn't gain any weight. I've got a confession. What? This is interesting.
1: You get away from it for a week, right? Like I haven't had dairy for a week. I think okay. I had, actually it's been a couple of weeks. The last dairy I had, I think I had a mozzarella make your own pizza a couple of Fridays ago. Okay. So we're coming up, on, we're on two weeks right now. Okay. I had uh, Chipotle and I mistakenly got queso, right? Oh, I didn't get, so che- I didn't get cheese in my burrito, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, I'm not going to do the cheese, but then I stupidly ordered queso, right? So good. Which is cheese. And then I sat there and I'm like, well, I could either throw this away. Or I could have it. And then I had it just to test. Mm-hmm. My joints hurt so bad really? right now. I know that I can't do dairy. I've already eliminated it from my morning coffee, which is crazy if you know me. Because I used yeah. to have a lot of sugar and I used to have a, a lot, lot of, cream. of cream. Now I've gotten rid of the sugar. And that was that was months and months ago. Now, just recently, the last couple of weeks, I got rid of the cream. And I'm doing totally fine. Mom says I'm less gunky, which I agree oh, with. yeah, you're, But you're I had the throat. queso today. Oh, man, but not a good so idea. Good. I know, but I'm out. I'm out. I, yeah. I think I know now that my, my milk and cheese has to come from goats or sheep. Yeah. I cannot do cows. I love you, cows. You're great, but I can't do it.
0: You know, I had cheese for the first time in a couple months when uh, I was a Tristan. And you know
1: what else you had? What? Bread.
0: I had bread in it. Oh, oh my God, it was so good. What does bread
1: taste like? Bread
0: was so squishy. Oh. I, I hadn't had a sandwich in I have no idea And how this long. is
1: not a gluten-free situation. No, no, no. This no, was straight was, up glue. It was
0: Italian toasted Subway footlong oh bread. And it was God. so good. And I just, I would eat it and look at him and be like, it's so good. And he'd be like, is it good?
1: When we go to Janesville mm-hmm. in December, I think we should have a gondola.
0: Gondola? I think we you should. You know what? Actually, I have a confession. You have I love the gondola. Oh, the gondola? Gondolas. I think they call it
1: something else now. But
0: you, but you, oh, this the this, some yeah like Supreme maybe? Yeah, something but weird. But you know what? I would rather have A case of raviolis than a a gondola.
1: Okay, I I get that
0: because I can only handle so much gondola before I'm like, ooh.
1: Do you think Mom should do Christmas ravioli (gasps) this year? Yeah, I think so. We we need to splurge and have some Christmas ravioli. Oh my god! Yeah, Yeah. I'd love
0: to do that. I love raviolis.
1: Even Chef Boyardee ravioli is Ra- killer. Any kind of ravioli. Totally. But,
0: but freaking, oh my God, the raviolis at, at um, Italian House are so good. That's if true. If that place ever goes out of business, I'm going
1: to cry. I'll be so sad. Yeah. Okay, before we start to wind this down, I, d- I do want to talk about a couple more transformations. And I okay. think maybe you're willing to share, maybe you're not. But I think one of the transformations for me also, it's not always about the body. It's not always the physical transformation. It's the... Mental transformation, right? So over the course of of my life, I've gone from being a teacher to being a business owner to now working in a company for the last 11 years, doing all manners of things from customer service to audiovisual to now co-hosting and helping with uh, podcast production. So I've gone through a lot of iterations of myself over these years. So each one of those is a transformation in itself. But in order to be the person I needed to become, I had to really understand that I needed to work on myself. Yeah. So I entered into therapy and I did a, I actually did two rounds of a group therapy, um, that was called RODBT. DBT is dialectical behavior therapy, mm-hmm. but RO stands for radically open. So really it's for people who are overcontrolled. I'm an overcontrolled person. So this was about two years ago. When I finally made the decision to say enough was enough because I was reliving a lot of the patterns that I, that I had gotten when I was younger and they weren't particularly great because they were coming out in really weird ways. Mm-hmm. I wasn't nice to you guys. I wasn't nice to mom. I was kind of a, a of a shit. Mm-hmm. And I started going to RO and things started to work. I'm still nowhere where I want to be or need to be, I feel, but I've gotten a whole lot better. But I think that's what happens with mental sort of transformations is you are always aspiring for perfection. And I thought of this the other day. Um, and my therapist, you know, Morgan actually said this to me and I thought about getting it tattooed on my wrist. It's basically a short mantra that is, um, progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. As long as you're making steady progress to yourself, because there's people that that will go their whole life and they'll just be miserable, not knowing what it feels like to feel good yeah. about themselves and about others. They'll go their whole lives doing that. I am committed to not do that. I have good days. I have bad days, just like you all out there listening. But for me, it's about the, the progress, not the perfection, because as an overcontrolled person, I want things to be perfect. Yeah. And that's been a hard lesson for me to learn.
0: Well, I can say that you, I have seen you improve a lot. Like me, me and mom both have had talks about like how much you've improved. Like, for example, you would like a couple of years ago, you make a joke about something, right? you'd like make fun of me or something. And I would never hear about it again. Yeah. Now now that you do, you walk up to my room up the stairs, mind you, up the freaking stairs and you'd be like, Hey, sorry. And that's a huge improvement.
1: You know what's interesting? sorry is gigantic yeah, you, for you. Seriously, two things there's two phrases that are so hard for me to say. Sorry, I'm and sorry, thank and you? I love you. Oh it's so hard for me to say I love you. That's why I always am like, love you. Oh. Like it's so hard for me to say, Emma, I love you. I love you
0: too, Brandon. It's hard.
1: It's hard for me.
0: Yeah.
1: It's part of my work.
0: You know, because mom, mom was always saying like you were not an affectionate person. No,
1: I struggle so much there. I am. It's been it's been a constant battle for the the twenty one years we've been together, and the twenty two years we've known each other. Do
0: you think it's the lack of affection with your parents? Yeah,
1: I think you know. And and to my mom's credit, you know, she really lived in a an affectionate family, but. I never took that on. I was, I leaned more towards my dad's side of the family who was not affectionate. Mm. I mean, I, I don't think I ever saw them really hug or kiss, you know, it was really weird. Like my dad's side of the family. So yeah, I think uh, they did the best they could with what they had, but I really closed myself off and you know, mom needs that and I don't. And, and it's something that we've worked on for sure. And I'm getting better at it, but I do forget sometimes that just a, a nice little squeeze of the shoulder or yeah. a big hug or just a, a kiss on the cheek. Means the world to, to, to people. I love affection. And you can do that. Yeah, I know. Fan. Well, it was clear with yeah. Tristan in town that you love affection. I can't. Like, get my drive, hands drive, off I told him. you, driving home from the airport it was just a nonstop eye contact oh, situation. Like, and I kept looking in the mirror to see if I could change lanes in traffic. <laughs> and I was so <laughs> afraid to look back there because what? you didn't break no, eye contact. Like, we, we, and we look, for the record. When I do that eye contact, you're like total. You hate eye contact for most people, but not from the T dog. Have you
0: seen his eyes? Oh, they're like tractor. You beams. can get lost in his eyes. You really
1: can. It's true. De- Debbie Gibson sang a song, "I Get Lost in Your Eyes." Yeah. I think you should listen to it. That should be your mantra with him.
0: But no, our song is Harvest Moon. Actually, that's our. Oh, that's I love our, that's that our song. song that's yeah. cute. no, it made me cry a lot. That's but
1: good. What yeah, about yeah. your? And you too have gone under a, a. a f- transformation as well with your mental state like you don't worry as much about things as before like here we are sitting here recording this podcast only two or three days ago you had the hardest day of your life yeah. and you look as if you're totally put back together
0: because i know that he's safe
1: can i see him soon can i say something i would have thought this would have taken you weeks you
0: know i was preparing
1: myself for the worst
0: that's what that's what mom was saying too. She was. was like, "Emma, do not go into a huge depression." And I'm like, "I'm not going to." And I thought that I might as well, but I saw him. I talked to him every day. Like I played yeah. with him all the Thank time. Thank goodness and, for
1: technology, right? Oh, I know. Could you imagine if we lived in the time of horse and buggy
0: and like sending letters yes. for three months until I see him again? Like, oh my, my god, my
1: Tristan. I sit here by candlelight, right? Even though
0: letter. we do write letters to each other. But I I, I'm cute. so relieved that I, that he does call me every single day and we yeah. talk. He likes my hair, by the way.
1: So what's your, totally, what's your secret? Like what, what kind of work have you done on yourself to get to this place where you realize that, okay, I'm strong and I can get through it?
0: Well, I've I've been to a lot of therapy, many different therapists. Um, I've I've journaled. Journaling was a huge help for me. Um, I... I talk about it to mom. My mom's a therapist for me, definitely. If I have an issue, I talk to her about but it. But you also
1: first. have outside counsel, which helps.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's certain
1: things you don't need. Your mom can't give you that someone else, a third party can.
0: Right. And I used to do therapy every every other week. But then when quarantine began, I was like, you know, Zoom therapy is gross. It's not the same. I just don't feel like I need it. Because I've been, I've kind of figured out a way to, to help myself in that regard. Because I used to be so bad like my panic attacks would get so bad and I couldn't function I couldn't breathe it was terrible and then I got to a point where I just said it's not real breathe open your mouth stand up open your mouth and just get the oxygen feel it travel down your windpipe feel it travel you're fine you're safe you'll be okay and then also Tristan helps a bunch now too he's he's also a therapist so like you know just being aware of yourself and knowing that it'll be okay and time will pass and it, it will pass so if you're having an episode It'll pass. Drink some water. Go for a walk. Like seriously, move around. It helps a lot. Like do a sit up or something. That's what I do for like, getting airflow to start. You want
1: to you talk radical transformation? Even having this conversation out loud is a transformation oh, yeah. in itself. Because even 10 years ago, there was such a stigma Around therapy or entering into therapy, especially from a I'll use I'll use myself as an example being a male There's like this BS toxic masculine piece where it says I don't need help. I can fix it myself It's the same reason dudes don't ask for directions, right? Like we can figure it out ourselves We men Mm who you know and just the fact that we can have this conversation it tells you we're moving in the right direction if more people were open and authentic and upfront about the troubles that they go through. I think we'd be in a much, much better world for sure. And
0: I know for a fact that Gen Z, my people are very, very open about mental health. You, very are. Much so. you
1: are. Well, and you're growing up in a generation where, you know, mental health is very, very much spoken about, talked about, but it's also rampant, Right. Yeah. you know, whether that's the screens or whether that's the attention spans or whether it's something in the water or in the air, or what you eat, we yeah. will never know. Cause my, you know, your brains were formed around your, the elasticity of your brains were formed around technology and all right. these other things. I'm not saying technology's bad, but there's probably a byproduct of that oh, that you're getting. Yeah. And also growing up in the age of social media with, you know, the, the FOMO and the bullying. And yeah. I only got 70 likes on this post and the last one mm-hmm. got 136. Like, right, it's, like
0: that, that is scary though. Like that makes me sweaty.
1: Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause you know what? Here I am. I'm about a month into social detox, mm-hmm. social media detox, and I'm loving my life. you
0: got to go like my posts I know. I, I, w- I wish you would
1: just send them to me in a text thread. Like, can you just oh. screenshot them and send them yeah, to you in sure. a text thread? Okay. Because here's the thing. If I go on social media, I'll start going down a rabbit hole, and then I'm right back at it. And as you know, over control, people. Like streaks. I love my streaks. Like, oh. streaks are like, that's why today I was like, dang, I went two weeks without daring. I just blew it. Okay, well, I'll start again tomorrow. Exactly. So... All right, well, I think radical transformations, yeah. whether it be physical body, whether it be your mental state, or whether it be your emotional state and you can, you know, cry like a like a, a blubberer, you know, those yeah, are all good things.
0: cry in an airport and just bawl your little eyes out? You
1: guys were hugging in the middle of the airport and people were having to walk all the way around you and I was like, "You know what? This is totally a rom-com moment They right can here.
0: move around us. Yeah, totally. We are having a moment. You were
1: the center of your universe he in that moment.
0: He is my universe. No. He's Mr. <laughs> universe. That's great. I, I I always like, do you know what? You guys walk around. If we're having a moment, I am crying. I'm not doing good. Just walk around. You can do that for us. All
1: that to say, yeah. I'm so glad to have my mic back.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you're I'm glad back. <laughs> and, well, we already kind of did our insights. I don't, let's
1: just, let's leave them with some insights. Okay. Though. It's, I think it's really good. Go ahead. They love to hear what your insights
0: are. Well, let's see for my insights. They can bring in a piece of the episode for this. Just like, um don't be embarrassed to to know that you need help or and don't be embarrassed to be proud of yourself for the things you've achieved like if you've lost weight oh my god tell somebody that's so exciting for you like I have to be so nervous to tell my friends that oh yeah I've lost weight because like they wouldn't be proud of me but like if they're your real friends they will be proud of you and supportive so just be aware of like who really is supporting you
1: Yeah. I love that. And just to tack onto that, you know, be yourself and and celebrate you. I mean, really there's no, there, you are the most important person in the world. Like you, you need to come at it like that. That's not selfish. That's not self-centered. You are the most important thing. Now there's people around us who are important as well, but you are the most important person. So if you take care of you, if every single person takes care of, took care of themselves. Mm-hmm. take really good care of just themselves, and then just put out all these positivities into the world, the world would be a much better place. And
0: you know what? Life is too short to not be the main character in your own story. Oh my God. A hundred
1: percent. That is, is so true. Short. Is that, is that on a freaking poster with the a cat?
0: Bashes me seriously yeah damn I always, that's good i was always so worried about not being the main character but i am the main character you of my are life. i have to be
1: and your freaking story is just being written
0: it's so fun yeah and the cool
1: part about it is you go through many stories in your lifetime and you just keep adding them up exactly adding them up mm-hmm. speaking of which i'm reading matthew mcconaughey's Ooh, his his green voice. lights yeah i'm not listening to it i'm just reading it but it's funny because as i'm reading his book his memoir that just mm-hmm. came out this week pre-ordered it thank mm-hmm. you very much amazon You can hear his voice. He's got such a distinct voice. And then I listened to him on a podcast today. So it's like, I'm loving it. But I say all of that because we're all writing our own story right now. And I Mm -hmm. love that you bring that up and it's going to be one heck of a story when it's all said and done.
0: Absolutely. Man. And this has been Corn Talks. Thank you so much for listening. We love all of our listeners. Yes, we do. We really do. And weekend
1: well, time—it's a weekend. Yes. Get have out there. An, have a have great an weekend.
0: amazing weekend, and we'll see you guys on Monday.
1: Bye, Emma. Goodbye.